0: Hey, let's talk about Jordan Miner. Penn State went down to Florida, ended up getting a, a very solid cornerback in the six foot one, Tampa native, a three-star recruit, another one of those guys who's knocking on the door of getting a fourth star, wasn't able to quite get there. But still, Nick, uh, Jordan Miner's a talented football player, and he is the, the one thing that I think Penn State's defensive backfield lacks at the cornerback position is length, and Miner has that in droves.
1: Yeah, so uh, the he's, we should mention, from Wiregrass Ranch High School. Uh, but yeah, he's a really interestingly talented prospect. He's a guy that multiple Florida schools did want. Uh, Florida wanted him, and there was a whole little fiasco after... It may not have even been after Florida hired Dan Mullen. They sent him a graphic saying, Good luck in your game, or something like that. And he retweeted it, and people freaked out. And he very quickly quelled those rumors and said he's 100% committed to Penn State. Uh, But yeah, like you said, he's different than what Penn State has seen typically. And he's not all that different from. Uh, size-wise from a guy like Christian Campbell, maybe a little bit taller, but he... Um, what, what's diff-
0: was the name of I mean, my, my name right away. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but what's different about him, and n- not different from Rouarier, pretty similar to Oruarie, in that they're a little bigger, but they also have outstanding ball skills. Like, this is a guy that's going to be able to go up and take passes away from receivers he has good hands he knows how to high point the football it's he's going to be able to create turnovers as a cornerback and could be somebody down the line that eventually quarterbacks try to stay away from because he has that ability uh he's a really there there are a lot of really important kids in this class but minor is arguably one of the most important in this class, I think, because of what he has the potential to bring as a cornerback.
0: Yeah, I I think he is a talented player, and I think that his length is something that gives him the opportunity somewhere down the line when Penn State's defensive backfield is... You know, we'll say next year when Penn State's top two corner... Not next year, being out of 2018, 2019, where Penn State's top two cornerbacks very well could be Lamont Wade and John Reed. They need that taller, longer dude who is able to go up against taller, wide receivers and make plays <coughs> Excuse me, that involve high point of the football. Minor is the kind of guy that could do that. Uh, he's not hurting for size. It's 6'1", 183. Of course, he can get a little bit bigger, but he's still a... uh, You know, has a nice frame right now. Talent out of Florida is always something important. This is one thing that uh, we try to stress every now and then, but the kids who are decent, who are quote-unquote outside of the top 50 or so, in Florida and Texas are the kind of kids who would be top 10 to 12 kids in just about every other state. So going into a school like Wiregrass Ranch, I prefer Wiregrass Blue Cheese, neither here nor there. And getting a kid like Minor, I am nourished by your hatred. Give it to me. Give it to me. Getting a kid like Minor, that's good. Start building a pipeline in Florida and... Nick, he is, through the guys that you and I have talked about so far, he seems like the first guy who I think can step on the field and start getting reps right away where he develop, starts developing his game in anticipation of having a much bigger role in 2019 and 2020.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think he's somebody that could see the field fairly early. And we've kind of seen this trend from Penn State where defensive guys typically find the field earlier than offensive guys. And it's something that um, I know Bud Elliott was talking about in his podcast a couple weeks ago about how sometimes getting how recruiting strongly on the defensive side is often more important than the offensive side because offensive football is much more about coaching and about scheme whereas coaching a defense oftentimes can kind of I mean when you get to the elite 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 defense obviously there's a lot of great scheming that happens but a lot of what goes on on the defensive side of the football really boils down to I'm bigger and stronger and faster than you and I'm going to tackle you and that's kind of why you I think you see defensive guys play a little sooner than offensive guys and that's because there's not quite as much to learn as far as the playbook. There's not as much of an adjustment period on the defensive side as there is on the offensive side. It just gives you a little more leeway and gives you a chance to compete early on because you're I mean, you ranked this high for a reason. You have these skills. You You are a guy who, even if you are going up against a dude who's been in college for three years, yeah, a receiver who's been around for a while is probably going to be able to use his route running and savviness to get around you a few times. But if you're bigger and stronger and more talented than a guy, that's going to count for something. So I, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him play pretty early on, just like we saw this past year with Lamont Wade and Tariq Castro fields